Here are five habits that help me become a millionaire and how it can help you become the next one. Intro. Let's go get this money. <laughs> Number one, gotta be my work ethic my parents put me to work since the age of nine when i first came to america every single summer i was picking blueberries raspberry strawberries cucumber beans i mean you name it i probably picked it it's once in the asian culture where they put their kids to work at a young age basically to discipline them to show them what it's like to earn that money the value of it and i think american they don't do enough of that which that's why I, the new generations, they are, a lot of American people typically are pretty lazy. I'm not trying to be racist and say Americans. I'm saying that people, even Asians, all right, or different uh, races that came to America, but then the kid is born in America, and then they go with that uh, American culture where they don't put their kids to work, where they don't discipline them, and then they end up being lazy, and they end up wanting everything handed to them. So as I was a kid, you know, I worked pretty hard as a kid. I didn't really have a childhood childhood. Like everyone else get to go and hang out with their friends during the summertime and go party and, and things like that. But, you know, because my parents did that to me, I appreciate it. Um, you know, looking back, it's that's that's what gave me the work ethic to be able to, to do what I do today. So when I decided to take on a new journey or a new career or a new business or whatever it is, I just know that there's going to be a lot of work involved and I am not afraid all right, to put in tons of hours. I'm not afraid to hustle. I'm not afraid to grind my butt off to achieve what I want. Those that don't have the work ethic, when you make them work a little bit harder, you know, they're like, hey, I just got off my J-O-B. I already put in eight hours. Now you're telling me I gotta put in another three, another four hours, um, you know, for a side hustle or a business that I have to start. And then they do that for a while and then they give up because it's too much for them. And a lot of them don't even want to think about putting in the work. They just try to get, they just try to um, think of shortcuts and try to figure out the freeway, the easy way to get there. But I, but as a child, you know, growing up, my parents already taught me whatever you want in life, you have to work for it. And it doesn't come easy and it doesn't come for free. Because I have that in me and I was ingrained you know, by my parents of that, that's why when I come across a hurdle, a struggles, a speed bump, I knew that I could work through it. I knew that I can outwork other people. That's why I'm not afraid to jump into something that people said, oh, it's competitive. No, it's not competitive. It's just a bunch of noise. And listen, anything that can make you a lot of money is competitive. NFT becomes competitive. Crypto becomes competitive. Real estate becomes competitive. But there's just a lot of noise. A lot of people like to talk, all right? But not a lot of doer. So you won't find a lot of doer. You, phone, you won't find people that's willing to work 12, 13 hours. Why it's really rare to get into the top three or 1% earner is because not everybody wants to put in that 12, 13 hours a day to succeed. But if you're willing to do it, you're gonna make the money. When I first jump into real estates, you know, trying to learn the process of how to fix and flip and how to wholesale and how to buy rental property, I'm putting out an extra four to five hours a day after my J-O-B, after a little side hustle that we got going in the morning. So I was working from 5 a.m. 
all right, all the way until 9 p.m. After that, I would jump onto my computer from 9.30 all the way to midnight to one o'clock in the morning, learning how to wholesale real estate. I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos. I pay a boatload of money to go to seminars and coaches and training and all of that. And things didn't just happen. I, you know, the first six months, I struggled really, really hard. But I just keep on putting in the work. I keep on educating myself and I keep on taking massive action. You gotta understand, nothing work if you don't. Everybody wants more, more money, better health, better this, more this, more that. But not everybody willing to do more. You see, if you wanna have more or achieve more, then you must do more and become more than who you are today. Which means you gotta put in the W-O-R-K. Meaning you gotta work on yourself and you gotta work on your business to make it better every day. Number two is I pray. I pray every single morning when I wake up, I pray, then I go take a shower. I don't talk a whole lot about this because I don't want to come off as being religious and offend anybody, but I do pray each and every single morning. You know, I wouldn't be here doing what I do if it weren't for God. Definitely got to give him the credit for that because, you know, throughout my life, looking back, all the things that I have gone through, I made so much mistakes. I fell at so many things where to the point where I almost just want to throw in the towel and I just, I just want to give up because sometimes it's just too hard to keep on pushing through and I remember when I got into real estate I almost lost everything where I couldn't see a way out but God was there for me when no one was just the wife all right the wife was always there for me but beside that God was always there for me he was there to show me the way when I see no way out he showed me the way. And a lot of time my plan didn't work out because he has better plan for me. And a lot of times you don't see that when you're in the game, when you're in the pictures, like you don't see that. You're dwelling on why your plan doesn't work until looking back, you're like, wow, that's why my plan didn't work out because God has better plan in store for you. Looking back, I can share with you multiple stories. So our kiosk in the mall selling hair extensions, when someone wanna comes in and take over, right? And kick us out during the holiday season, my wife and I cry and we're like, wow, this is the only thing that we had and now God wanna take it away from us. But guess what? Because of that, we decided, you know what? We need a plan B. We can't just depend on one stream of income. We need a plan B, because something like this can happen to me, can happen to you, can happen to anyone. And that's why so many people depend on their J-O-B, and all they got is their J-O-B as one stream of income. And when the market crash, when the economy crash, whatever it is, right, boom, they lose their J-O-B, they lose everything they got. And because of that happened, it makes us think of plan B, and that is how we got into real estate. If that didn't happen, we would have never thought about getting into real estate and being in a better situation than we are now versus back then. You see, the kiosk makes pretty good money. We were making about six figure a year, but the amount of work that we have to put in it versus what I do now just to make 100K, it's just much easier now. Before that, it took me a whole entire year to make 100 Gs. Now I make that within about one and a half to two weeks. And every single time when I can't find an answer for something, when I don't know a way out, I always get down on my knees and I pray. And it seems like every single time God give me an answer or show me another way, but I still got to put in the W-O-R-K. He doesn't just going to take you there, right? He'll show you and you just have to follow your heart and you just going to, and you just do it. 
and just trust the process. Just know that whatever you're doing today will get you to where you need it to be. And I believe that there's two paths in your life. So if you do good things, you start making good choices and good decisions and it'll lead you to a better place. But if you make bad choices, then it's gonna be the other way. You're gonna make bad decisions, bad choices, and it's gonna lead you down to the path where there is no return. Number three is my willingness to delay instant gratification. I think a lot of people have problem with this. They want it now, they want it instantly, they can't wait. And this is why people go buy things that they can't even afford. A nicer car, bigger house, the diamonds, the Gucci, the Louis Vuitton, the Burberry, the Rolly. They want it now and they gotta have it now. This habit plays a huge part in my success. You know, my wife and I, we live in a little shed behind Mobile Home Park for five years. Even though at the time we were making six figure a year, we could rent a nice apartment like everyone else would do or go buy a nice house, upgrade our car, but we didn't. We, we delayed that instant gratification, make the sacrifices, continue to live in that little shed behind the mobile home park, stack our cash, all right, so we can reinvest into our business. And then that's what helps us when we got into real estate. We can leverage our money to go to seminars, hire mentors, and marketing, getting systems, getting the tools that we need to help us succeed. And I do this exactly when I eat food as well. I always save the best for last. So whatever it is that's my favorite, all right, on the table, I will save that for last. And here's another example. I was making six figure a month about three years ago where I could have gone and got my Ferrari if I wanted to, but I delay that instant gratification. I make the sacrifices. It, listen, it's not easy. It's that you build these habits over time. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes because you train your mind to the point where when I go buy the Ferrari, it should only be one month worth of my work. Not three months, not six months, not a whole entire year. And that's all about delaying instant gratification, saving that money so you know that you need to save that money and invest into an asset, invest into your business, and invest into your self-education first before you go buy stupid shit. But most people couldn't do that. They want it now and they must get it now. So they're willing to live paycheck to paycheck. And that is why they're broke because they can't delay instant gratification. They can't make the sacrifices so they can have a better future. Some people watch a few videos of mine on social media and they call me cheap. But listen, I'm not cheap, I am frugal. I'm willing to spend the money, all right? I'm willing to spend the money on the car, the house, you know, the diamonds for the wife. I'm willing to spend the money. I just wanna make sure whatever I'm buying, that is worth it. And also too, it shouldn't exceed more than 10% of what I make. So I'm willing to delay instant gratification, increase my income before I go buy stupid shit. So I'm not one of those millionaires where like they don't buy nice things. They don't eat, they don't go to expensive restaurant or they don't eat good food. I'm not one of those millionaires. I want to dress nice. I want to have nice things. I want to have the mentions. Like I want to have it all, but I just want to make sure that all the things, all the toys and everything that I'm buying is it doesn't exceed more than 10% of what I make. So until I increase my income, all right, to get, so that way my expense, all right, can get to that 10%, but it shouldn't be more. For example, if I want to spend a hundred thousand a month, I need to make a million a month. So which means I can go drop 100,000 on stupid shit. I, well, why don't you buy designer clothes? Cause I don't care about designer clothes. I don't care about the Gucci, the Louis Vuitton. I go to Ross, I buy a pair of shoes that cost me 20 bucks or 30 bucks, okay? But guess what? When it gets dirty, I wear it for a few months, I throw it or I give it away and then I buy a new one. 
See, I don't care about the easy. I don't care about the Nike. My whole thing is I just want a nice, fresh pair of shoes. If I can find something I like, and if it's $10, if it's $20, if it's $30, I'll buy it. If, it, if I like it, and if it's $100 or $200, and it's, and it's not even a brand name, like, I will buy it. I just don't, I just don't go to the, I just don't go and search for the brand name to buy only. Like, my shirt here, this is at Hollister. Like, I go to the clearance sections, and I, I, I look at the clearance sections to see if there's anything I like. If there's something I like, I'll buy. But when I go to the front where, where they just came out with new things, and I have to pay retail for it, I will if I like it. I don't care if people see me wearing a Gucci or not. If I like it, I will buy it and I will wear it. Whether it's $5 or $10 from Walmart, I don't. I really don't care. Because what I care more about is my bank account. That is what matters. Number four is I don't procrastinate. When I think of something that I want to do, I just want to go do it right away. Like I don't want to, I don't want to wait tomorrow. I don't want to wait for another hour or two hours. When I think of an idea or something I want to do, like my body just tell me, go do it. Like I want to do it now. I see this happen to so many people where they think of a good idea or so there's something that they want to do or they want to get into and they're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it the next day or next week. Like they're waiting for that perfect timing or they waiting for something to happen before they go and do it you see when you do that the longer you wait on an ideas on an execution or whatever it is your mind will talk you out of it now think about it how many things that you say oh i'm gonna do it and then you put it off and then off you never even do it or you forgot about it or maybe your mind or you taught yourself out of doing that you got to keep the motion going and you don't know if it's the right move or the wrong move until you make a move. Now, if you make a wrong move, at least you know it's wrong. You can adjust, all right, to get to where you need it to be. But if you just stand in one spot and you just don't make a move, that is the worst move of all is not to make a move because you're afraid not knowing if it's the right move or the wrong move. So you procrastinate. So you end up not doing it procrastination kills all success and don't let the fear hold you back from doing what you need to do and a lot of times whatever you fear whatever you fear all right to do that's probably the best thing that you need to do and i have to learn this the hard way the hard way so whatever it is that you want to do i suggest that you do it now and you do it today and that way if you, you keep on training your mind like that you, my friend, will eventually be an action taker instead of procrastinator. Number five is I'm adaptable. So when I first got into real estate, I knew nothing about real estates, but I'm willing to adjust and adapt. I'm willing to go and learn and educate myself about the business. When my wife got into the hair extensions business, selling hair extensions for girls, I didn't know anything about it, right? As a guy selling hair extension, but I adjust and I adapt to my environment. I'm willing to learn things that I I don't know how to do and when I talk to people same thing right if I talk to people that are not entrepreneur I blend in with them I adjust and adapt to my environment boom very very quick so when I go home to my families I don't talk about how much I make I don't talk about real estates I don't talk about business or I don't talk about any of that because I understand that they are not like that they don't talk like I do all right, or how I talk to you guys. So I blend in with them, right? So when I go to my mastermind, same things. I think having the I think having the ability to blend in is also very important because it makes you a little bit more likable. 
right? When you speak your mind, a lot of times you can cause a lot of conflict with people because there are people that can't handle the truth. And when I got into social media, everything was very new to me. It was uncomfortable for me, okay, to actually record myself and things like that. But guess what? I adjust and I adapt. I knew that there's money to be made in that space. So I adjust and I adapt and I'm willing to learn whatever I need to learn to get there so I can get that money. And when TikTok first came out, same thing. I had to adjust and I had to adapt and I had to learn how TikTok work so I can start posting content in there and go viral. And within like a year, I went from zero to over a million followers. I think a lot of people, they can't adjust and they can't adapt to new changes. For example, right back in the days where people used to use so used to the brick and mortar and they don't start putting their stuff online. And guess what? When online start popping up and a lot of business that are brick and mortar and don't and they don't have their business online. Boom. Guess what? They get wiped out. Amazon came in and took them out. Now let's talk about the future. We got NFT and we got crypto people that adjust and adapt to this. We'll make a boatload of money. So I started learning about crypto. I start learning about NFT, how to start my own NFT project. Most of you who've been following me on Instagram and on TikTok and on uh, Discord know that I'm going to launch my own NFT project sometime this year, probably in the summer. So if you want to get in, if you want to get ahead of the game, link is in the bio. Go and join me on Discord. That's where I will announce it. That's how you get whitelist and that's how you're able to jump in and get it at the most cheap prices you can. My goal is to make sure that this NFT project will add a lot of value to the people that purchase the NFT and to the people that's going to hold it. So the whole thing is about creating this NFT is make sure people that invest into your NFT projects that they can make money from it or gain a lot of value. That is the key to making sure that your NFT project will last and will succeed is how do people that buys your NFT can get value and how most importantly is how can they make money off of it? Not just you, but how can the people that invested in you can make money from it? That is the key. So as of right now, I'm working extremely hard. I got an NFT project manager. We came up with the art already for the NFT. I think you're going to really love it. So it's going to, and I want to make sure that it's not just strictly about real estate. So I want to make sure the utilities and the perks behind the NFT is not just about real estate. I want to make sure that it's go beyond real estate. So as of right now, we got four ideas already for the NFT project, right? Right. Um, as far as in the perks and what people are going to get from buying this NFT, but I'm open for more ideas of what utilities and what kind of perks I should put into my NFT project. So if you are in, in the NFT space, comment down below or DM me on my Discord. Let me know some of the good ideas that you have. And if I end up using it, I'm more than happy to pay you for it. But I want to make sure that this is going to be the biggest project that I'm going to be launching and doing this year in 2022. This is a great example of being able to adjust and adapt. You guys, you got to understand we're moving into we're moving into the future where everything will be virtual, where eventually one day people will just put on their goggle, they'll sit at home and they'll be able to get everything that they want. They already got Uber Eat where boom, one phone call, one push of a button, they can get their food, right? So in the future, people don't have to go anywhere. Okay, they can just be at home and they can be anywhere in the world they want. And this is where the the metaverse NFT comes into play, right? So you got to make sure that you got to be able to adjust and adapt to new changes and you got to be able to do it quick. The quicker you are, 
the better off you be. Because the quicker you are into the game, the more money you're going to make. And if you don't adjust and adapt, listen, my friend, you will be left behind. Once again, if you want to get into my NFT project, uh, make sure to follow me on Discord. Um, currently, we're almost at 10,000 followers on Discord already. whole thing to making sure that the NFT project will work, will last, is you got to build a solid community. A community where people will rave about the NFT because they make so much money from it or they got so much value from your NFT, from buying or from owning your NFT. But I believe that the NFT space right now, for those of you who are a content creator, who are an influencer, if you launch your own NFT project and if you do it right, where you have the right perks and the right utilities, I promise you, it'll probably be one of the biggest projects and it'll make you a boatload of money for you and for the people who follow you and invested in you, they also make a boatload of money. That is all I got for you. I hope you enjoyed this video and I hope it does add some value to you. If it does, please show your boy King Kong some love. Boom! Smash that thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale 2 Million family. Be sure to boom! Smash that subscribe button. Make sure you turn on the bell notification and leave me, and leave me a comment down below. Let me know what your goal is for 2022. And until next time, take care and ciao.